1: Good morning, good morning. This is a very good morning. It's been very windy here in Los Angeles. The wind was absolutely howling last night, uh, which actually it can be very treacherous in L.A. because we have these huge palm fronds, which can literally blow off and dent your car. <laughs> How many people live in a place where the leaves can dent your car? Well, I do. <laughs> So let us begin. I'm so happy to be with you. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Let's put our hand on our heart, as we always do each week. And if you're new, that's how we begin. We begin with a blessing. We place our hand on our heart, and we take a few deep breaths, and we call upon our own higher Holy Spirit self to lead us and guide us. I call it partnering up with the Holy Spirit. And many people think that the many Course in Miracles students, the way they talk about the Holy Spirit, you'd think that the Holy Spirit was separate from them. But it's not, because we're, we're united. There's only one. So I like to say the higher Holy Spirit self. And what I have learned and actually, uh, if you need scientific data and proof, the heart math people have got it for you. Literally, taking a few deep breaths with your hand on your heart will boost your immune system for six hours. How cool is that? And people have told me all over the place. In fact, I just got an email from someone just a little bit ago from someone who said how powerful that practice has been for them as a spiritual practice. So here on, on uh, Unity Online Radio, Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, we're all about finding the very clear, specific ways that we can shift our life and make our spiritual practice a living practice instead of something we do for 20 minutes in the morning and then three or four times a day we go back and practice the lessons, right? So it's a living practice. It becomes our whole life instead of something that's part of our life. It is our life. And you'll find that when you get the hang of this simple technique of Placing your hand on your heart and taking a few deep breaths in gratitude, remembering love, remembering divine grace, that you can do that in the midst of all kinds of situations, in a board meeting, in a coffee shop, while you're standing online, while you're sitting in traffic, you can do this because you don't need to close your eyes. Just your hand on your heart, a few deep breaths, Remembering that you're one with everything and everyone and that your life is a life of love. So let us take that deep breath together with our hand on our heart. We just center in here so gratefully, so thankfully, gratefully remembering that we can choose to be loving. So grateful and so thankful that the kingdom is within It's not outside of us. (laughs) We don't have to go looking for it. We seek first the kingdom which is within, and all else will be added unto us. So we're already fully blessed. We can't be any more blessed than we already are. And now we're turning within, we're joining together like minds for a holy purpose in order to remember the truth that sets us free. So we take this breath of love and gratitude and we open our hearts and minds to the healing that we're calling forth in our own awareness, giving ourselves permission to choose love, to release all grievances. And we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be, and so it is amen amen amen, amen yes, so I'm excited about some events that are coming up in my life, and uh they are coming up in your life too, <laughs> and there are opportunities for us to gather as like minded individuals and to be in celebration of a Course in Miracles and our community together. Now, many of us uh, practice A Course in Miracles on our own. Many of us practice A Course in Miracles in a group. We have study groups. And, and then there are many people who are studying A Course in Miracles in order to uh, have a ministry with that. So I personally did not study A Course in Miracles to have a ministry because I already had one. I added A Course in Miracles to my personal studies and it became such a clear way for me to share what my understanding of the truth was that I just naturally I had to talk about it. I had to talk about it all the time because I was so on fire with it. I just was on fire with the pure, beautiful voice that's in the text and in the workbook and all the parts of A Course in Miracles. And so I never was a part of anybody else's study group. I just jumped right in and started my own, and I called it A Course in Miracles Phone Study Group. And we have a group at Facebook, and there are oh, probably at least a 100 recordings of downloads at iTunes, and that group is called masterful living through a course in miracles and you can get all those downloads people discover them all the time and let me know that they're valuable to them of course they're totally free just like the episodes of this radio show are totally free at iTunes you can download them and if you like any of it please write a review because then more people will find it and that's good karma for you so I'm very excited this week. I have a guest, Reverend Tony Ponticello, who's from the um, Community Miracles Center <coughs> in, in San Francisco. And they are hosting, and I think Reverend Tony's doing most of the work, but they're hosting the Course in Miracles Conference at the end of this month, uh, at the end of April, in Chicago. And I'm going to be there. And Tony's here with us right now. Are you there, Tony?
2: Uh, yes, I am, Jennifer.
1: Yay! So you have been in Course in Miracles community for, what, 20 years? Longer?
2: Uh, longer than 20 years. The Community Miracles Center was officially formed in 1987, which, uh, quick math, let's see, what is that, 26 years? Uh, 26 years. Yeah. Oh, we actually grew out of another organization that had been in existence for 2 years. So really in, you know wait 26 years or 28 years depending on how you want to uh, mark the starting date.
1: Now, let me just ask you, what was what caused you to get organized like that? What was the impetus within you?
2: Well, I was part of an a course in miracles um, organization before that, Uh, you know, I guess uh, my first experience with A Course in Miracles was in a more organized format. Um, There was an organization many, many years ago called the San Francisco Miracles Foundation. They had uh, groups many different times during the week. A woman had turned her apartment into a little center, and that's where I first went to groups. So you know, so now we're talking like uh, 1984 and 83. So, you know, we're talking full 30 years ago now. And um, so that was how I first got involved with the Course of Miracles. Now she moved and she, you know, was dissolving and breaking up what she was doing. So a group of us just wanted to carry forth and keep that energy alive. So it just was very natural for us to get together, to rent an office space, and to uh, create an organization uh, so that we could just carry forward that work. We just wanted to continue what we were already used to and uh, the first formation of that lasted two years and then you know people changed and different things happened and then uh, I carried it forward with a different group of people after that. So in 1987 we formed what is now the Community Miracle Center, but I would say that it was all very organic uh, there was never any getting together and deciding, you know, this is what we're going to do. You know, we're going to form a A Course in Miracles church. Um, it just all sort of grew out of what I actually already found. So um, I just uh, just went along with the energy that was already happening here in San Francisco. Of course, I I furthered it and moved it and with partners and with other people. I, you know, I've never functioned alone. It's always been a, a team effort, and um, and you know we are we're where we are today.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. And you started offering this Course in Miracles conference every other year. How long have you been doing that now?
2: Well, the first big conference that we did was in the year two thousand, um, and it was uh the theme was bringing a Course in Miracles into the new millennia. And um, so that thirteen years, um, and you know it had some evolution, and it you know a couple of conferences were actually hosted by different organizations. But then in two thousand and seven, we brought the conference back to San Francisco with uh, uh, with a conference called an uh, an opportunity to gladden yourself, and then we did one in two thousand and nine which was a blessing from the abundance of our grandeur. And then in 2011, we did listen, learn, do. And then in 2011, we decided that um, we really got the guidance that we wanted to move the conference to other parts of the country. That while everybody loved, you know, everybody always told us they loved coming to San Francisco because San Francisco, you know, people love to come here. But we really wanted to make it available to other parts of the country, uh, to open up other parts of the country and um, I had really received the guidance. It was really a personal vision that uh, we we should go to Chicago, Uh, right in the center of the country, a city that is really just beautiful, a city that I've always really loved the energy of. There's something really, I want to say miraculous, but maybe I'll just use that. There's something really magical about the energy of the, the city of Chicago, downtown Chicago. And I felt that when I visited there, I really just got the guidance that this would be a great city to have a conference in. And so uh, we're we're moving the conferences out of San Francisco. We're moving them to Chicago. And at the end of the month, we'll be in Chicago with the conference, A Gift of Lilies.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to We're going to have a lot of fun. In fact, um, you've, you've, it seems like you've got almost every uh Course in Miracles teacher, who's really active, at least in the United States, going to be there. <laughs> Just about.
2: Well, there, uh, well, thank you. Uh, we do our best, but <laughs> I mean, there are some there are some very uh, very wonderful teachers who are not there. I know, you know.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I
0: they, know.
2: They were asked, and they probably said no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but because. Uh, uh, but but we do, we do you know the one thing about what we do and these conferences, which has always been the energy of these conferences, which is to bring the entire community together. So we bring them together on a particular theme, uh, which this time is the gift of lilies, and um, and we and we and we encourage people to uh, you know, actually we yeah we make sure that people all the presenters focus their presentations on that theme. Uh, but how you interpret that theme, your, your hit on A Course in Miracles, your specific way of interpreting A Course in Miracles, which Course in Miracles version you use, which book you use, that all varies from presenter to presenter. So it's a really bringing together of the community around a particular course theme, but there'll be, you know, 19 different interpretations of this theme. And we do try to present a very, very broad, perspective on the A Course in Miracles community, and we definitely go for the message that no one interpretation is the right interpretation, no interpretation is necessarily the wrong interpretation. People interpret, presenters interpret, teachers interpret A Course in Miracles very differently from each other, but we're all part of one community. We're all part of this A Course in Miracles community, and we get so much out of just joining together. You know, the Course of Thoughts increase by being given away. The more who believe in them, the stronger they become. So, you know, when you gather with 400 dedicated A Course in Miracles students, I mean, the energy is is literally, it's just miraculous. There's, it's very high. There's something just, you know, you can't really describe what it's like to be in a room with 400 plus A Course in Miracles students all eating dinner together. It's just <laughs> <laughs> you know, people have, you know, talked about the conferences and all the great things that the teachers uh, teach, and of course that is a big part of the conferences, but I've always said, you know, the the, the biggest healing takes place during meals, <laughs> when we all get together and really just break bread with each other, and we're just all in that one big room, um, having a great time, and just loving each other, and just uh, communicating the connection and the love And because it's a big conference, there's multiple things going on all the time. So, you know, there's certain times when we're all together with one big presentation, but most of the conference is broken up into breakout groups with five things going on at the same time. So people have very different experiences, you know, because they experience different teachers and they get different energies and different ideas. So then when they come together at the meals, they share, you know, what they've heard and what they've learned and what they experienced and, you know maybe then some other people at their table hear about a particular teacher that maybe they didn't know about and now maybe they'll go see that teacher or that presenter during the next session and so it's it's a very organic thing but everybody is having a slightly different experience because they're hearing different people and and but yet somehow we're all there in the same experience and the energy is just really really tremendous i mean i'm just very very excited about going. I'm I'm just uh really getting into it.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited about going too. I this is gonna be my first time going to any Course in Miracles conference of any kind and the the main reason I'm going, aside from the fact that you invited me to come and speak, is I'm <laughs> I'm going I'm going seriously. The main reason I'm going is to connect and fellowship with the people. I was talking with Regina Dawn Acres the other day and uh I said to her I'm so excited I get to meet you in person because I feel so, uh, I just adore her and we've had such incredible conversations on the phone, but we have yet to meet in person, so we're going to get to meet in person. And, uh, you know, so many of the people that I connect to all the time on the phone, John Mundy and David Hoffmeister, of course, I've done a lot of things with David Hoffmeister in the last year, but... Um, We're all going to get together. Earl Purdy, I'm going to get to meet him for the first time in person. So I'm just so excited about that fellowship and all the meals that we'll get to have with everybody. That's one of my treats. And so I just am so excited about it. Now it's time for us to go to a break. We're going to talk more about Global Course in Miracles community when we come back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles, walking the talk, living the love Ah, so we're back. I'm with Reverend Tony Ponticello from the Community Miracle Center in San Francisco, who is putting on this fabulous conference we've been talking about in Chicago at the end of the month. And I want to uh, share with you something. I don't want to forget this, that um, there's a discount that you can get. <clears throat> For the next few days on the conference, you can save $50 if you register now versus at the door. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I can be so spontaneous and just say, hey, who wants to go with me to Chicago? And you get in the car and you drive there and you have a big party and it's a wonderful time. So I know that some people are like me. They're spontaneous and they just want to jump in and and grab a a hold because we've got Oh, just so many wonderful. Gary Renard's going to be there. In fact, he and Cindy and I are going to fly out together. I'm looking forward to that, having some extra time with them on the plane. We've been trying to have dinner here in L.A. And uh, anyway, I won't get into our personal stories. <laughs> but um, that's the thing is is about this. Course in miracles community is is becoming more and more global. And I'm going to share something with you, Tony, that I haven't really um, talked about very much. But one of the things I'm going to be doing, and people will be seeing this, hopefully by the conference, um, I'm I'm starting a study group support. And so, because there are very few resources for people who would like to start a study group, who are running a study group, and so I'm going to do oh, approximately once a month a call, a recorded call, we'll do it live so people can ask questions, with people who have been... Uh, hosting study groups and best practices. And uh, those calls will be free. People can listen to them, download them, ask questions uh, live on the calls. They'll be open to everyone, the entire global community. Because I hear from people all the time, I'd like to start a study group, <clears throat> but I'm not sure how to begin. And there are so many successful study group leaders around the world, been doing this a long time, and I I really got the the guidance to offer something simple to support people and having the courage and recognizing that they will be led and guided, just like you were sharing how you've been led and guided. You just... You say yes. We don't know how it's going to happen. We just say yes. Like with me my living a course of miracles class that I do, the 8 week free class that I do. The next one starts in May 9th at livingacourseofmiracles.com. We're just putting the details up in the next week and when I got the idea to do that back in December 2010, I remember so clearly I was sitting in meditation and it came to me, the visual, the images, the faces, all of it came to me and it felt like, oh, this is already done in the mind of the God. Of God. It's already in my script. It's already there. And all I have to do is say, okay, yes, now is a good time. I will say yes to that <clears throat> guidance for doing it. Uh, And then everything was given to me. Now, of course, I had no idea that it would be just huge, vast mountains of work to do. But it was actually my joy to do it. It's still my joy to do it, as I know it is for you. Right, Tony?
2: Um, Absolutely. It's um, joy. Let me think. The joy really comes from from just the absolute certainty that I am doing what the Holy Spirit wants me to do for the salvation of myself and for the salvation of the world, which is actually the same salvation. Um, <clears throat> that sense, uh, having that firm sense of purpose is, uh, is the most valuable thing in life for me. So the joy comes from really knowing that I'm, I'm living my purpose in a, in a very uh, guided way. Yeah, sure. It's it a lot of work, though, too.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of work, but you know, a lot of people work and struggle in vain trying to make something huh? happen in the world. And as I, as I perceive it, when I'm working for God incorporated, then there's a flow to it. There's an ease and a grace to it. And no matter what we're doing, it doesn't matter whether we're baking a pie or building a bridge or putting on a conference or hosting a study group, raising children, it making, you know, cars or making lunch, it doesn't matter what we're doing. Everything that we're doing in the physical world, the world of form, is our spiritual practice. So when we're clearly following divine guidance and offering opportunity to people to gather together, to practice together, there's just, there's an additional level of joy. Uh, I, for me personally, there's so much joy in coming together. Because when we come together, all of our, our buttons get pushed and things get triggered and there's an opportunity to heal that trigger, to heal that belief, that thought that is the trigger and to take responsibility for it in community, to get help from like-minded souls. And it's incredibly beautiful. And all kinds of stuff comes up. I've, I'm sure you've seen some incredible stuff, both like, what the what? And also, wow, that's beautiful at at the conferences in the past.
2: Well, of course. And, um, you know, A Course in Miracles is a is a, a very unique path in many ways, And I think the uh, the strong focus on relationships and relationship interaction uh, is fairly unique to a course of miracles. I mean, there's actually a, a place where it says, um, you know relationships are the means this course is using. So, um yes, a course in Miracles is about study and it's about prayer and it's about a daily lesson practice. but it's all about, the transformation of our relationships uh, to eliminate the elements of specialness that they have, <clears throat> which are uh, reinforced by our ego part of our mind, and to move them into what the course calls holy relationships, which uh, are relationships that are guided uh, by our perception of them by the Holy Spirit. So, um, since the Course of Miracles has such a strong focus on relationships, it is actually the means the Course is employing to move us along spiritually. So that's why joining together is, is really such a joyous thing, and it is so natural for A Course of Miracles students to to want to join together. I mean, that has always been something in, in the movement, since the movement started, you know, people studied this and, and just intuitively wanted to get together with other Course of Miracles students. Uh, you know, there's nothing particularly in the books themselves that talk about going to a study group but there's a lot in the books that talk about joining and people just intuitively want to join and i think also people just intuitively as they study the course want to share it and teach it and they want to teach it to learn it themselves but you know the whole thrust of the material too is to train us and move us into this uh into this energy of being a teacher of it and You know, I've I've seen even some people try to fight that or try Mm -hmm. to say that, well, you know, you're trying to put that in a worldly frame, and A Course in Miracles is really more about the context. But I would always be open to whatever anybody's individual guidance is about how they are going to be people who demonstrate this and teach it because uh, I, I would never try to inhibit that. Because that is what the material does to our minds. <laughs> you know, it moves us from being a, a student to a teacher. The last uh, book of the three books is a manual for teachers. And it, it, you, can, you can definitely assume that if you go through A Course of Miracles and embrace it as your spiritual path, you know, at some point you will get a, a driving message and purpose and energy to want to offer this thought system and this energy and this love and this joining to other people. It's, it's unavoidable. It, it It is what the material is training us to do.
1: Well, you know, I'm really glad you brought up the training because I, I talk about this all the time. You know, it's a mind training, and it works. It absolutely works. And you offer training for people who would like to become uh... minister, a reverend in this. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I bet there are some people who are interested that would love to study with you.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. Uh, yeah, ever since uh, the Community Miracle Center was formed, we have offered a pathway to become a teacher or a minister. And uh, currently, it's a two year program, and it, you can take it via telephone conference call class. The first class is A Course in Miracles 1, which is a very simple class, meets uh, every week for 52 consecutive weeks. Uh, the classes are small, there's never more than 10 students, and we just read the course together. We read the entire text together out loud <clears throat> over the course of the year, and after we read a section and we alternate paragraphs on the call, then we discuss it. And the, uh, the, the thrust of the discussion is really to, uh, not to you know, come to some decision as to what it means, but in terms, uh, but it's to get people to share how this how this stuff that they're studying and reading is practical in their lives and what it means for them. So there's a lot of interaction between the students. So uh, A Course in Miracles 1 gets people through the text, which is, you know, sometimes a little bit hard to get through. But it gets people through the text in a way that they've shared a lot with other people about it, and they've, they've learned what other people think about it, and they've learned that, you know, it's not really about chiseling out the theology, but it's really about how to apply this practically, and different people apply it in different ways, and different thoughts from the Course are more meaningful to some people, and other thoughts are more meaningful to other people. So it trains them to have a broad perspective on the study, which is, you know, something the Community Miracle Center has, has always been about. The second year, which you can't go into until you've graduated from the first year, is called ACIM2. And ACIM2 is, uh, it requires more of a commitment. Uh, it is still a weekly class. It's a group of people who are studying the workbook together. And we also take time to not only read the entire workbook, but we also read the manual for teachers, the psychotherapy pamphlet, the song of prayer pamphlet. But a key component, there's two key things in A Course in Miracles, too, and one is that you have a daily lesson partner. So along with the weekly class, you are in phone contact every day with, with a fellow classmate, and you read and practice the workbook lesson of the day together. And, uh, you know, that can take, you know, 20 minutes to a half an hour. So, it, you know, if there's a time commitment involved, and those lesson partners rotate every month. So... Through the course of the year then, you will rotate and partner with every single person in the class, maybe multiple times. And then every person in the class has a ministerial project. And that's worked out with the teacher, and, uh, and the, the ministerial projects are under the supervision of the board of directors. And they involve all kinds of different things, because they're individually tailored to the student. But there are ways in which the student is uh, making available, serving a teaching function, serving an organizing function, uh, participating in a blog about A Course in Miracles, participating in a group about A Course in Miracles, participating in the Facebook group, uh, adding content to the Community Miracle Center Facebook page, uh, doing telephone campaigns. There's there's any number of things we work out for people, and we always, of course, try to find something that you know fits that particular person. <clears throat> so you know that's ACIM too. So after two full years, then the person is ordained a legal, uh, a course, in miracles minister of the community miracle center, and our ministers uh, are are full legal ministers. I mean, they have the same rights and privileges of uh, any minister anywhere, any Catholic priest or Jewish rabbi or Episcopal priest. I mean, they can marry people, they can do pastoral counseling. It's a, it's a legal ordination.
1: Yeah, it's it's a great way for people to really step more deeply in fellowship into the Course. It just, it sounds beautiful, and what a wonderful thing also to be in a small, intimate group like that. It's so precious, and for a whole year i I know I offer my year long masterful living course, and we're a bigger group, but the the group fellowship is just so delicious and precious hey i, I tony i i I want to go back for a second because I realize I can feel energetically that people are saying, "Wait a minute, what about that discount? How do I get that discount so People can still register through, is it through Sunday, April 14th, and get the discount?
2: Uh, It's through uh, April 13th. What is that, Saturday? Yeah. So they have to register uh, by Friday. Um, They can register from our website, which is um, uh, www.miracles-course.org, so M-I-R-A-L-C-L-E-S, with a hyphen, C-O-U-R-S-E, dot org. Uh, And then it's very easy just follow the links. Uh, Click on conference information and follow the links. Or they could call. They could just call. Call us on the phone. Register over the phone. Uh, Number is 415-621-2556. I mean, you can just, um, you can probably go to the Internet and just Google a gift of lilies or Google Community Miracle Center. Um, you can look us up in the phone book. Um, as long as they started their inquiry, let's say even if they called Friday and we weren't able to get back to them till Saturday, I mean we'll honor the discount because they initiated the call on Friday. Because uh, it might, you know, sometimes you get a rush of, of calls and registrations right at the very end, you can't get back to everybody, but you know we'll we'll honor it if they um, if they initiate it before uh, fr- you know, by Friday.
1: Yeah, that's great. And, uh, I, I just want to encourage people too. You can also go to jenniferhadley.com, the events page. You can click right through from there. Um, you'll see I made a little video and you can click right through to, uh, Reverend Tony's Community Miracle Center site and, uh, register that way. And,
2: yeah, we, we, we got two registrations yesterday. So, I mean, the current number is 406. So we've got four hundred and six people registered, and you know just you know just think about the energy of being with four hundred and six a course of Miracles students that are that are dedicated a course of miracles, and you would be probably pretty dedicated or into it to decide to you know do something like this.
1: Yeah, it's a great way to really just have a a nourishing, healing experience with like-minded individuals to have fun. I know we're going to have a blast. Uh, You know, I've talked to so many people, Gary Renard and David Hoffmeister and Regina and John Mundy and Earl Purdy and all these people. We're all looking forward to being with you at the conference. Uh, We're going to have all our meals with you. And uh, to me, that's the best part. Uh, I, I'm not going to hear anyone speak, and I'm not even going to be the speaker. I'm going to connect and to share with like-minded individuals and to meet so many people because, I mean, thousands of people participate in Living A Course of Miracles, my eight-week teleclass, and now I'm going to get to meet some of them. So it's time for us to take a break. We're going to share more about the global Course of Miracles community when we come back. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. I'm Jennifer Had. And we'll be right back on Unity Online Radio.
0: Now and then, life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself. But I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature, rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or friends, friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today, online at dailyword.com. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are?
1: So I'm Jennifer Hadley. I'm back with Reverend Tony Ponticello from the Community Miracles Center. And we've been talking about ways to connect with all the tools that we have now. We have these technological tools. I say all the time that we can transcend time and space with the Internet, with the telephone. And it's a beautiful way for us to connect as spiritual students, Course in Miracles students to have study groups and as Reverend Tony was talking about, even to become a Course of Miracles minister and to be fully licensed. You can marry people, his wonderful program that he told us about in the last segment and there's ways for us to come together in person. Now, I, you probably know this, Reverend Tony, but um, I, I was in Ireland last um, november and uh was it november i think it was november and uh i'm going to be going back again in may and actually in june in mid-june i'm going to be doing early june i'm going to be doing some workshops there in belfast and hopefully i'll get to dublin as well but um i in ireland michael murray who um has the acim ireland group there he uh is putting on a conference the same weekend as your conference and so when i was in uh ireland last november with the Michael, I said, Michael, what, what why did you schedule your conference the same conference, same weekend, uh, last weekend in April that we're going to be in Chicago? Everybody's going to be in Chicago. What do you? What's up with that? Why did you do that? Because I would love to go to both. I'm just for the because I have a lot of um, friends in Europe and around the world now from doing the A Living A Course Of Miracles classes, the free classes at LivingACourseOfMiracles.com we um uh i've become friends with so many people around the world studying a course of miracles so there's the irish conference same weekend as we're all going to be in chicago and i know nook sanchez is going to be there and i think she's going to be part of the next living a course of miracles uh teleclass and then um the first weekend in May, Ian Patrick's group in the UK is doing a Course of Miracles conference uh, there in London. I'm, I'm going to be there with Gary Renard. I'm not speaking there. I'm just going for the fellowship so I can be with my Course of Miracles friends in England. So there's three conferences all right there in that that small time. And then there's other Course of Miracles conferences. There's one in Germany. I think it's in July. And so there's more and more that's happening for people to come together and gather. And there's absolutely something miraculous when like-minded souls to gather together for a holy purpose. And uh, it also can be just plain fun. I, I told you at the beginning of the show that I was talking with Regina Dawn Acres who's such a beautiful Course of Miracles teacher and friend um, and uh, at the beginning of the week uh, she and I were talking on the phone and I was telling her how excited I am to finally get to be with her in person and hang out with her and uh, I said to her I said, so Regina, let's have some fun let's let's get drunk and get some hookers and really have a good Course of Miracles time Woo-hoo. and so she you know,
2: i <laughs> Let's remember that she's now Reverend Regina Dawn Acres because she <laughs> recently graduated from our program. So she's uh she was ordained on February twenty fourth um a community miracle center, of course, the miracles minister. We're very proud of her. She went through the whole two years. Oh
1: wow,
2: um, you know, one of Yeah, so she's she's one of our ministers. One of the uh the things I, I thought of and I wanted to mention about the conference. One of the things that's a little different about our conferences and and, and this uh It annoys some people, is that we don't put out a schedule for the conference. Nobody knows when they're going to speak. None of the presenters, or most of the presenters, don't know when they're going to speak. And, um, and, And none of the participants know when anybody's going to speak. And you don't find out until you actually register at the event. Uh, when you get the schedule. And one of the reasons why we do this is we want really everybody to plan to be there the whole time. Mm-hmm. So all the presenters are really there participating in the conference uh, the whole time. And so you really get all these opportunities to you know sit at a dinner table with these people or to talk to them in the hallway. You know, everybody stays fully participating with the conference. Because I've been to some conferences where a presenter will come in and, you know, give their presentation and then leave. And, you know, you see them up on stage, and that's great. But one thing about these conferences is you really get a chance to really interact one-to-one with so many uh, great students but also so many great teachers, and it's a real uh, melding of the student-teacher energy in a real uh, unity and like-mindedness. So, I mean, that's also one of the really wonderful things. About attending, it's just you know all the informal times you get with so many people, including uh, most of the presenters.
1: That's a really good point, Reverend Tony, because I have been to many conferences where the speaker is there just for a few hours. And they're not there for the whole conference. And so, I mean, this, this is what's so exciting to me is to, to hang out with all my beloveds all at once. And all my beloveds are basically is everybody who's there, anybody who wants to sit with me and hang out with me. So I'm really looking forward to that and, and just all the opportunities that we'll have for fellowship. And since I don't know the schedule, can I just ask you a couple quick questions about it? Sure. So, um what, what kind of free time is there like do you have what you know what time does the conference start in the morning are there things in, breakfast in the morning how does that work
2: Okay, okay. quickly because it's rather involved the conference will uh, uh, conference registration when you get there you have to register you have to get your name badge you have to get your schedule and that starts at 12 noon on Friday the 26th and goes to about four and then the first main presentation which will be a general assembly presentation means everybody gathered together will start at 345 and will last about an hour and a half two hours uh... well that one actually lasts two hours because it's in two parts okay so it lasts two hours and then after that we break up and then we go into the break up uh... breakout sessions there's five sessions and you know people choose what they want to go to Any presenter that presents in one of the breakout sessions repeats the same presentation twice during the conference. So if you can't hear Jennifer Hadley the first time she speaks, you can probably hear her the second time she speaks. But obviously there's more presenters than you can actually hear because it's, you know, (laughs) it's a large conference. There's dinner on Friday night at around 7.30. We have, and all the meals are full, all you can eat, buffets, we all eat together. And in this big dining room, it's wonderful. And then there's presentations after dinner. So it goes to about 10, 10:15, 10, I think, something like that. On Saturday morning, the presentations start at 9 uh, with breakout groups. And then they'll be uh, joining together, and we'll have an, an, another one of the times when we're all meeting in the large room in the General Assembly. <clears throat> and then after that, we have lunch, another all-you-can-eat buffet. And then there are more presentations after lunch. Um, There is no scheduled downtime. Um, uh, If if you want downtime, you just need to take it. Uh, But, you know, there's something scheduled all the time. Uh, And then afterwards, in later afternoon, we have another time when we all join together in the General Assembly for a larger presentation. Then there's presentations after that, there's dinner after that, there's more presentations after that. But then on Saturday night, we turn the main room into a disco. And we bring in a portable bar, and they bring in cocktail tables, and we dance for two hours. I mean, it's just lovely. They put down a dance floor. There'll be a mirrored ball and disco lights. Uh, There's a wonderful dance set of music and uh, classic uh, rock and rolls, good dance numbers, and some slow dances, too. You can get a little cozy with somebody you met, maybe, and (laughs) um, and (laughs) after a glass of wine. <laughs> uh, Sunday starts again at around nine o'clock, and then there's a a, a large Sunday service. Uh, that's when I get to say, you know, I get I get to do the Sunday sermon. You know, I'm always very honored to do that. We have a wonderful singer who's coming in as a special musical guest. A lot of people participate in the Sunday service. After the Sunday service, there's brunch, and then the bookstore stays open for about an hour after that, and that's the end of the conference
1: beautiful hey and i just want to say i keep threatening in my spiritual community that one day we're gonna i I do this with new people coming in i say i say you don't mind taking off your clothes because one of the things that we like to do is we like to all get naked and we bathe each other it's very bonding but um i'm sure we won't be doing that that's just a joke and i also want to let you know that uh regina was only interested in the hookers part she's not a drinker no i'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're not gonna. We're not gonna be getting drunk and looking for hookers. We're not gonna be doing that. Please don't tell anybody I said that. Um, uh, but I do want to say, if you're gonna come to the conference, email me Jennifer at jenniferhadley.com because I will give you my cell phone number. We can text each other and make sure that we can connect. So it's time for us to close out the show really quick here. Hand on your heart. Take a breath of love and gratitude. Be so grateful and so thankful that God is all that there is. Love is all that there is and all that we are. In gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our spiritual expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. I'll see you in Chicago, I'll see you in the U.K., and I'll see you next week right here on Unity Online Radio.